with the usual suspects, real estate, EVs, AI, and now cyber attacks. Look, the biggest expense in almost everybody's life is real estate. Whether you rent or own, you got to deal with it. You got to pay it unless you own your house for cash, which that would be a fantastic option for a person to have. And it's not as uncommon as you think. There's lots of us, lots of people that have a house that you don't have a mortgage on. And aspiring to get to that point is a good thing. And you may not think it's possible. We're going to do some math to show you how that is possible and where you'd be if that was the case. But in the meantime, one of the things that people are having to face is housing market affordability. And right now it's as bad as it's been for almost 20 years, worse than at the height of the housing bubble in 2006. Affordability has two factors. One is the price of the house. The other is the interest rate, right? So when home prices went up and they went up quite a bit from about 2014 to 2022, most of that increase happened from, well, about half and half from 2014 to 2019 or 20, half of it happened. And then the other half happened in three short years, 20 to 23. The problem is the first half happened when interest rates were low. So you hardly even noticed it. In fact, during that time, interest rates were going down. So the affordability may not have changed much from 2014 to let's say 2020, that was six years. Home prices may have gone up, you know, may, they may have close to doubled during that time from maybe roughly 160 to maybe 320. And real estate interest rates for mortgages went down during the same period. So your mortgage payment on the same house probably went up a little bit if you were shopping, but it didn't go up that much. Now the home prices got locked in. They go up a little more in 21, beginning of 22, but now interest rates spike from 3% to almost 8%. And we think they're going to go up even more. We talked about it before and we'll show some, some data why really 9.6 to 9.7 is probably the sweet spot where it's going to, it's going to settle in and don't try to think you're going to try to refinance because it's not going to go back down anytime soon. But the affordability comes from the prices. But now that the prices are locked in at that high, high level, interest rates are going to go up and people say, well, if interest rates go up, the prices will go back down. That's not the case. Prices on real estate have never gone down except for the housing bubble in 2006 or eight. It didn't go down because of interest rates. It went down because there was a one-time event of homes being sold to people who really couldn't afford them, large numbers of people. And interest rates did go up, but it was a variable rate. So people got a teaser rate two or 3%. And then after two years, it went up to seven or 8%. So lots of people who really couldn't afford the house were kind of suckered into buying it. And then they got kicked out. So there were some houses on the market. And the fact that the mortgage underwriting business had to change their ways, they couldn't just approve every loan. That also kept some people from buying homes. That happened in 2008, 2009. Look, three years later, the market had fixed all those problems. There were no more teaser rate adjustable loans. The mark, the uh, underwriting of loans was now locked in. You couldn't get a mortgage unless you could afford the house. Unless the, the company giving you the mortgage or the government could really see you had the credit, the income, the down payment, all of the things you need to have, you weren't getting a house. 
So really for the last, you know, 15 years or so, nobody's been able to buy a house that really wasn't very thoroughly investigated, vetted and approved for that mortgage. So you're not going to have that same event happen again. If interest rates go up, which they have and they will, that's just going to keep people from buying a house. It won't kick people out of a house that already have one because your mortgage rate is already established when you buy the house. Unlike some other countries like England or other parts of Europe, your mortgage rate doesn't change every four or five years, right? It stays the same. If you buy a house in 2019, you get a 4% mortgage for that whole 30 years, you will have a 4% mortgage. Even if rates go up to 10%, your mortgage will stay at four. New home buyers that buy later, different story, right? Those people are going to have higher rates because they have to get the rate of the current market. The housing market affordability is most affected by supply and demand. Right now, there is still a low supply. They haven't built a lot of houses. And this goes back even before the housing crash. They built a ton of homes in 2005, 2006. It still wasn't enough to keep up with demand. And after the housing crash, a lot of builders got out of the market. So for the last 10 years, we were underbuilding. Now, you might say, well, yeah, builders are building a lot now. They are. You know, we're a licensed general contractor. And we know the building industry very, very well. But we're not seeing even construction happening at the rate that new homes are needed. And the reason why is because builders are still a little cautious. When they see rates going up, they're like, I'm not going to build too many spec homes. Maybe the market will be okay, maybe not. I'm going to build one or two at a time. I'm not going to saturate a whole neighborhood because I might get stuck with these homes. Like we saw people in 2008. Even at the robust building level that exists right now, there's still not as many homes being built as are needed. You can still find them, right? You've seen our website, Homes Cheap. There are still many, many homes out there for in the 200s, 220, 230, 240, that are perfectly good homes. It's not your dream house. doesn't have granite countertops, doesn't have marble backsplash, doesn't have hardwood floors, but you can find them all over the country. Coastal towns, beach towns, big cities, large acreage, large square footage. You can find the basics of what you want. The thing that happens is people have a tendency to not be able to look past the cosmetic. Does it need paint? Does it need new kitchen? Does it need new carpet? Those are things that can be fixed later. You can live in the house with those things. The only reason you can't live is if those things get in your head or your relatives or your friends and you feel shame. The problem is that's gonna if that keeps you from buying a house, you're gonna be have more shame in 20 years when you're still paying rent. No, there's no shame in being a renter. There's valid reasons for it. But if you have a financial strategy to have a certain amount of wealth at some period of time, you want to start that process of building the wealth. Getting a home that you own with a mortgage is a step towards that. Why is that the case? Well, either way, you're going to pay two, three, four thousand dollars a month for your house. Either way, if it's rent, you know, it's a cliche, but it's kind of true. You're throwing away the money because it's going into the landlord's pocket. Fact. If you pay mortgage, look for the first four to five years, most of that money is going to interest. You're not putting much in your pocket at all. You're not putting much equity away. But after four or five years, you start now having more of the money go to principal. The amount you borrowed starts to go down a little bit more. And once you do that, you start ramping up where, look, the last five years of your mortgage 
almost all the money is going to principal. You're not paying much more interest. You will never get to that point unless you start at some point. And look, you can actually, if you don't want to wait 30 years, you can get a 20 year mortgage or a 15 year mortgage, or you can get a 30 year mortgage with the lower payment and put extra money towards it each month. Look, I know that sounds easier than this, but you're going to pay money either way for your house, rent or mortgage. If you start now in 30 years, it'll be paid off. Now, in the meantime, you might want to move or sell your house or do something different. That's fine. But at least take whatever age you're at now, add 30 to that age. If you're 45 plus 30, that's 75 years old. That's old. You may not think that that's ever going to happen. You may not be able to envision that age. However, it's going to happen. You're going to be 75 someday. Do you want to be 75 and still paying rent or have your house paid off where you now you can retire maybe? I don't know. Again, there's no shame in renting and home prices are through the roof and interest rates are through the roof. The reality is, though, they're not going down. Home prices are not going to go back down. Wishful thinking is not going to make it happen. Interest rates probably aren't going to go down either. People, when interest rates went to 5%, said, well, I'll wait till they go back down to three. Then they went to five and a half. I'll wait till they go back down to three. Then they went to six. I'll wait for them to go back down. They never went back down. They're still bumping up. The reasons why interest rates are at 8% are permanent reasons. They're not temporary. It's not like the fluctuating price of, of stocks or whatever else you look at. Every other price has always gone up. If you look at the price of gasoline over the last 40 years, it's always gradually gone up. Look at the price of food. It's always gone up. Things don't really go back down in price. A couple exceptions to that. Consumer electronics. For example, a computer. You look at all these computers behind us. Most of these computers now, you could buy a pretty nice computer for three or 400 bucks. Well, I just watched a video last week where they were showing old commercials of computer companies from back in the 90s, late 90s, early 2000s. The computer back then was like 4,000 for a Pentium 386. I mean, it, it was crazy. That went down because of the efficiency of manufacturing and advancements in technology. That doesn't happen with real estate, even cars, right? Used cars depreciate, but the price of the same new car keeps going up. Enough said on that. Speaking of cars, you might think that if you purchase a car from a dealership, you are safe. Well, if you thought that, you might be wrong. Here is a dealership in, I believe it's North Carolina, which sold hundreds of cars with bad titles. The dealership employees are facing 400 criminal charges. Vehicles are offered for sale without disclosing salvage status. And some of these didn't even have the right kind of document to transfer titles. Months long investigation, misdemeanor charges, rebuilt salvage vehicles, and the documentation was forged. 137 charges of failure to deliver titles and 33 charges of disclosing damage, criminal behavior, title cancellation, serious problem. So if you're thinking you buy a car from a dealership, be very careful. Do your research, do some due diligence on your purchase to make sure that you know what you're getting into for a vehicle. Speaking of vehicles, what about EVs? What about EVs? Electric vehicles are all the rage. Governments are trying to push them. 
companies are trying to make them more common. You're seeing incentives on these vehicles, but consumer demand is not there. The bubble is deflating. Tesla slashing prices, EV price war, Chinese EV startups, all kinds of things happening with electric vehicles. That's why you see on our website right down here, used EVs, used electric vehicles are a deal, screaming deal right now because of the fact that the new ones are going down in price. One of the things that is a factor in finance in the economy is employment. We've talked many times before about artificial intelligence coming in with taking over jobs. And this is causing incomes to reduce. Pay for new hires is shriveling. After years of salary increases, businesses across the economy are reducing starting salaries for recruits. Remember we said that nothing ever goes down in price, everything goes up? Well, here's an exception, incomes. So while your home price goes up, car prices go up, insurance goes up, everything goes up, your income is going down. And you might say, well, I'm not a, I'm not a new hire. It doesn't matter. If you work for a company that has new hires, they're going to peg everything off of those. Pay for new hires is starting to shrink. Wages are now less than they did just months ago because there's AI. There's more efficiency. The posted jobs that this person was shopping for have fallen $10,000 from just a year ago. The market is completely different now. Companies know they can pay less and they can pay less because they, they don't need the people because you have AI and people don't need actual humans anymore. AI is just fine for most people. Back to the subject of EVs. Another example where somebody bought one is getting rid of it because of the inconvenience. And what's the biggest inconvenience? She hates that she can't drive around with the confidence she'll be able to find a charge point when she needs it. You know, this charger anxiety, range anxiety, whatever you want to call it, has been a buzzword for a while, but it's real. These are people that already have bought one. It's not hypothetical. And they can't count on being able to find a place to charge that's reliable. Last subject for today is something that, you know, we, a lot of times is overlooked, but the problem is it's affecting everybody. And how is it affecting? Well, there is a huge amount of hacks and attacks on businesses, more so than people think, to the point where the Federal Trade Commission that if you look at their tagline up here, it says protecting America's consumers. They don't protect business, they protect consumers. But what are they saying? They're saying that cyber insurance is a necessity, is an option that can protect you from losses from a cyber attack. If you're thinking about insurance, discuss with your agent what would be best, and it shows what the different coverages are. But the biggest reason why the FTC, Federal Trade Commission, is talking about this, and they're protecting consumers is they're seeing lots of consumers be damaged or harmed by these hacks. Somebody hacks into the company you do business with, your car dealership, your insurance company, your even your dry cleaner, and they get your personal information, your credit card number, and they can even do identity theft. To the point where even some states, now this is California, is trying to pass a law that the bill would require that any contractor does, that does business with the state 
maintain cyber insurance. It's going to be a law. Here's a college, Tufts University, insurance requirements for contracts, cyber risk insurance, $2 million policy, right? Another college in Nebraska, $5 million limit for insurance. The reason why we're seeing these more in contracts is because companies are starting to see the risk. The risk is probably higher than other types of risk. For example, fire. How often do you see a commercial building burn down? Knock on wood, right? Knock on wood. It doesn't happen that much. Cyber attacks happen every day. And many times a hacker will get in, lurk in your business for a month or a week, weeks at a time, and then they'll attack. You can prevent these. Most of the time, the insurance companies that provide this insurance also put monitoring on all your computers. So if you do get hacked, it'll prevent it. So you don't even need an IT person for that. I know that you have opinions about these things, EVs, AI, the job market, real estate, interest rates. Let us know in the comments below what you think about any of these subjects. Is it affecting you? Do you think it's going to affect you? Do you think it just all kind of go away by itself? See you on the next video and make sure you check out our direct YouTube channel. You can see it on the screen. Describe TV is our YouTube channel. If you're watching this on Facebook, Twitter, Rumble, the direct content is on Describe TV. We're glad to have you.